hey y'all welcome to through triple a eyes i'm your host triple a thank you for joining me this week so to start us out i have a little bit of good news um a couple of weeks ago i told you about a friend who's um you know went into labor early um had her uh, son at seven months and the little guy is still in the NICU, um, you know, literally fighting for his life. Well, yesterday I got to see him and he's looking better. He's getting stronger. Um, he's still a tiny little thing. I mean, he hasn't, he's barely over a kilo in weight. Um, you know, like just, just over, I think he's just over three pounds, if that. And, you know, but... He's a cute little thing with, you know, long hair and just just a tiny, tiny little precious thing. So this week I wanted to start out um, by saying thank you to all of those who wrote me, um, you know, concerned about him. And also, um, you know, just I'm just simply grateful that he's starting to do well because um, a week ago we didn't think he was going to make it past the weekend. So um, we're really grateful that he's a little fighter and I can't wait till he gets big enough where, you know, you can really sort of like uh, play with him and everything. So look, we're just looking forward to be able to get him out of the NICU and uh, get him home. So, so that's the good news. So this week I had a different topic in mind about, you know, how guys need to really learn how to respect women a bit more, you know, not even a bit, like let's talk about a whole lot. And then I started recording it and I kept getting interrupted. And so I'm actually going to talk about how not to flip the fuck out. Excuse the language, but I'm going there. So I find life and, you know, some people, I don't know, again, when you look at social media and you look at some of your friends' lives, it looks like everything is pretty, everything is perfect. And, you know, to be honest, I really hope it is, but I know they're lying through their teeth, but I really hope it is for them because sometimes life is just ridiculous and we need to tell, you know... I think when we're growing up, it would be helpful if we were taught life is ridiculous most of the time. So so that we really treasure those moments of peace, those moments of quiet, those moments of joy. Because most of the time it's it's a darn roller coaster and you don't know if you're on the Batman ride or you're going into I don't know, the haunted castle or whatever. You know, you're just on one hell of a ride most of the time. And so I want to talk about how do we find our Zen place when the stuff is going on? Because that has been um, something I've been really struggling with for since I moved to Ghana. And not that I found the answers, but I think it's something that it's a daily trial to find, you know, a place of comfort and a place of, of quiet and peace while things, you know, are really 
um, sorry, my brain's all over the place on this. When, when there's a lot of upheaval in your life. So how do we find our Zen place? Well, I always think people are going to try you. And maybe that's a little bit of a pessimistic view on, man, on humankind, but I feel like a lot of people feel, you know, find it necessary to step out of their lives, to come and impact your life with a whole lot of assholation. And yes, I'm, I'm making up words this time, you know, because I, I think sometimes you just got to make up a word because the other one doesn't fit the moment. So assholation. For those who don't know what assholation means, it's somebody who decides to bring the art of assholery into your life. Yes. <laughs> I swear I haven't been drinking and maybe I should be. Um, so when somebody steps out of their way, you know, goes out of their way to bring this assholation to your life, what do you do? Yes, one, you can flip the fuck out. Absolutely. And while as much as, you know, I'm a straightforward sort of straight shooter kind of person. And sometimes I really believe if we just flip out on some folks, they'd never do it again. But then when you live in a society like I do, where flipping out is not allowed, you know, like people, if you even raise your voice at someone, the amount of shock that goes through them is amazing because you would think that they knew the amount of assholery they just brought to you. But apparently the moment you raise your voice, suddenly it's like shouting at an innocent child. So when you can't flip out, what else is there to do? Yes, we can talk about it reasonably, you know, but by reasonably, I'm being a little sar sarcastic here because most likely that person who bought, who brought the, the assholery into your life was not a reasonable person to begin with because if they were, they should have known, hold up, maybe today's not the day, today's, this is not the time, and heck, maybe never. But, so let's assume they're reasonable. If they're reasonable, then sit down, do share a cup of tea, have a beer, maybe a shot of tequila. Let's talk it out. Yes, talk, talk about it all the way. Make sure everybody feels good about it. And even if they don't feel good, you act like you feel good after the conversation and then you part ways and then most likely you never cross paths again. Or And if you do, you give each other that fake little smile. You say, hey, how are you? How's the family? And then under, under your breath, you're like, like I give a damn. So that, that's one way to handle it. Now, another way is you keep quiet. And when you keep quiet, because you keep quiet because it's the most comfortable thing for the other person. A lot of times we think that by keeping quiet, we're doing it for ourselves. But a lot of times that silence is really just protecting the other person. 
from your wrath. So we keep quiet and we swallow all that assholery down into the pit of our stomach or into our toes, wherever the heck that emotion goes. I believe it goes into our stomach. That's what I've read. And then now that you've swallowed the assholery, now it turns into it turns into a stomach ulcer. It turns into stomach cramps. It quivers your stomach. You know, so you see where I'm going with this? Perhaps we shouldn't be silent, but now that we've chosen to be silent, these are the other things that we have to deal with because we've chosen to take on somebody else's energy. And instead of transmitting that energy back to them, we've swallowed it, literally. So now that you've got all this stuff happening in your stomach and you're unhappy and what do we do? Yes, most likely if you've done a lot of this, you probably need to have your doctor on speed on speed dial, you know. But what do you do if you're just a regular person? You've decided I'm going to walk away from this argument. I'm going to walk away from this assholery. What should I do? Well then, I recommend meditation. Yoga, dance, anything, boxing. I like boxing. When I used to do boxing um, workouts with my trainer way back when, it was the best thing because there is something so cathartic about punching something. Because a lot of times we need to hit something. But we, we hide the fact that we need to hit something because often we want to hit the person. And I don't condone violence in that way. So I think boxing is fantastic. Hit a punching bag. Hit your trainer's hands. Of course, given those hands are nicely padded. You know, but we need to transfer this energy because we just can't let it sit in us. So if you're not a dancer, if you're not a writer, I mean, for example, right now, me talking to you guys is giving me that peace of mind because there has just been way too much going on. And so if you still can't find your Zen place, well then, I, I expect we should call Ian Levazant so that she can tell you, my beloved. Yes, for those who, do, who don't know Ianla, look her up. Um, I don't want to say too much, but she's special. Um, <laughs> but basically, her whole goal is for you to find your Zen place. So you go into, you listen to some of these empowerment books trying to empower yourself to be better, to do better, to be stronger. And I used to listen to a lot of these books. And then I started to realize, perhaps instead of us writing empowerment books, we really need to write books to tell people how not to be assholes. I mean, maybe I'm wrong here, but I think... If we spent more time deterring the behavior, perhaps less of us would feel unstable. Perhaps less of us would 
would feel like we're fighting a battle every single day. So, let's talk about how not to be an asshole. Let's start simple. Let's say you're walking into a building. The person in front of you was so kind they held the door for you. Now, you got two things you can do. You can hold the door for the person behind you. Meanwhile, saying thank you to the person ahead of you who held the door for you. Now, that would be a lovely, lovely, lovely thing to do. But then, the other side of this is you can choose to be an asshole and not touch the door, not say thank you, walk straight through, leaving the, the person who was in front of you to hold the door for you while the door slams possibly in the face of the person behind you, you see how it just, it's a trickle, it, it just trickles down. Not very nice. So that's the first way. Another way not to be an asshole, let's say you're driving and you decide you need to get to your destination before I need to get to my destination. Or even better, you decided your life is worth more than my life at that moment while you are operating a vehicle. Perhaps before you just jump into, you know, overtake me, perhaps check, look and see before you push my car out of the way, check and see if there is a car beside me. Do I have room to break? You know, because you might be fine, but I might get into an accident. So you see how easy, you know, it's a simple, simple thing. Or another example of not being an asshole. Somebody invited you out. You decided along the way, eh, I couldn't be bothered. I don't feel like it. Maybe her cooking ain't good. Whatever it is, you decided you didn't want to go. Now, pick up the phone, put on your big boy or big girl pants, and call the person and say, hey, I'm really sorry. I can't make it. Give them, I don't know, whatever reason. Either ways, they're going to be a bit miffed that you're canceling. But give them whatever reason you deem decent. And tell them you can't make it. Not that night. And if you really don't mean them any harm, Maybe make plans for something else or another night. Maybe you buy the takeout to make up for it. It's okay. Not, you know, sometimes we, we make obligations and we're really not in the mood or life just happens and you're tired. Whatever it is, pick up the phone and call that person. Now, if you're an asshole, you do two things. Either you just stand up the person, you don't show up even though they've gone through the trouble of making a whole meal. So you don't show up, the person's sitting there wondering what happened. And now that they've been ghosted by their friend, they're like, you know, starting to feel vulnerable and feeling bad. Yeah, don't do that. Or even worse, you go over because you felt obligated to show up, but now you've brought your bad attitude with you. And you're going to make sure that person feels just as bad 
by the time your energy leaves the room. Don't do it. Pick up the phone. Pick up the phone and just say, I'm sorry, I can't make it. Let's do it another night. Now, I'm sure by now you're thinking of different ways how, of how not to be an asshole. Another good way is don't disrespect somebody's time. Now, I know we like to talk about colored people's time and la, la, la. You know, and here in Ghana, nobody is on time for anything. And I am fighting like hell not to learn this because I still like being punctual. So if you know you're not going to be on time, and most of the time, you know, for example, you have an appointment at 9 a.m. It's now, you know, let's say 8 o'clock. You know darn well you there is no way you can make it to your appointment because you're probably still lounging in your PJs or whatever it is that you're doing in your, as part of your month your morning routine, or you just felt like, I ain't getting up today. Pick up that phone and make the call. You see how easy it is not to be an asshole? I mean, it's really easy, y'all. But sometimes, I'll admit, it's hard. You know, everyone has like an asshole deep inside. And sometimes that, 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 asshole wants to be let loose and sometimes I think it's beneficial once in a while to let it loose because people need to know that there's a limit there's only so much that you can take so once in a while again if you're going to let your inner asshole out you do need to think about number one is it relevant is it appropriate? How far are you going to go with this? And once you unleash the beast, are you able to pull the beast back? You know, some of us, um, you know, the ones who end up in um, anger management, you know, we have trouble, pull, you know, once we let the beast out, we have trouble pulling the beasts back in. So you need to know all of these things about yourself. And if you're not sure then silence is golden. But then you have to revert to the ulcers and the other stuff, you know? So please go back to the meditation. So for those of you who have made it this far in this podcast, I just want to say the world would be a lot easier on a lot of folks, myself included, if we all, you know, before we did anything, decided, you know, asked ourselves, are we being an asshole or not? If not, proceed. And if by some weird chance you are still not sure if you're being an asshole, y'all, call your best friend and ask them. If you've got a really good best friend, they will tell you, pipe down, sit your ass in the corner until you cool off. If you're not sure, if it feels wrong, chances are it may be wrong. Just saying, you know, let's really try and be nice to each other. 
let's try not to bring burdens into each other's lives unnecessarily. And if you must burden somebody else, be aware of how much, be aware of their capacity to shoulder what you threw at them. So, hmm, this podcast is brought to you by a woman who decided to call me and berate me in tree. And unfortunately for her, my tree is decent, but not that decent. So half of what she said, you know, didn't hit the mark. And she didn't complete what she had to say because she ran out of credit. So I think, you know, the good Lord was working there as well. He probably saw, you know, the, the, her, the amount of assholery she was throwing my way was a little bit unbalanced for today. So God was like, y'all, shut the line, shut the line. And she was cut off. I get it. Sometimes we need to vent. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I scream all the time, but normally in an empty room because, you know, people might get concerned. Um, (laughs) And I think sometimes what frustrates us in life, a lot of times, yes, okay, people bring, a lot of people bring things into our lives. They bring a lot of unnecessary energy that's not great into our lives, but we also have the choice to some extent to not receive it. So my choice in not receiving that woman's energy today is talking about it on this podcast. Last week, I had a moment where trust me, I was about to unleash my inner assholation kraken. I was about to unleash because I was involved in a business transaction where there was a contract involved. And when it came down to it, the other person wanted to change the terms that were agreed upon. And when I said basically, hell no. One of the gentlemen, mind you, they were all gentlemen. They were all gentlemen, and I'm using gentlemen loosely again, um, decided to say, oh, you women. And to be fair, I didn't let him finish his sentence because nothing good ever started with, oh, you women. It's like somebody, you know, white saying, Oh, you people, you know, or anyone saying, oh, you people. It just, there's nothing good that comes out of the rest of that sentence. So I think my head must have turned three times. My eyes turned black. You know, I had my whole exorcist moment. And because by the time I opened my mouth to repeat, to, you know, continue you know, telling him that I don't know 
what women he knows or what kind of women he hangs out about around, but I wasn't one of them. Um, all the men look like they had just been castrated, but mind you, I hadn't done anything yet. And with that look that they gave me, like they had been verbally castrated, the fear that I would say something inappropriate that would ruin the whole business meeting. It just dawned on me, I'm like, there was no need for any of it. Yes, perhaps maybe I jumped a little too early, but I knew the rest of that sentence was not gonna go down well, and I didn't wanna be insulted further. And at that moment, I had to find my Zen place. So at that moment, I started counting. I counted. I counted till 10. Nope, didn't feel better. Counted till 20. Uh-uh, I'm still pissed off. Counted till 30. Mm-mm. 40. Nope. 50, I'm like, why the hell am I still counting? So... Again, I was having a good day and they decided to bring their assholery into my life. So going forward, y'all, I'm not going to count anymore. Number one, it didn't help. Um, deep breaths. Sure. Sure. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, depending on the situation, if you can have time to take a deep breath or two or three, why not? Absolutely. But find out what works for you. What takes away that trigger point? And when you find it, run with it. Because I think we always need it with us because life is always throwing things at us. And we have to, you know, we don't get that moment to stop. So we always have to shield ourselves from other people's energies and their comments and their insults or whatever, or their in so-called insights to us. So when you find that thing that works for you, do it, do it well, do it all the time. Thank you for listening to me. This is AAA. Looking forward to talking to you all next week. And remember, this was a public service announcement. And don't be an asshole. Take care, y'all. Ciao.